Section 18 of the Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 4, by Anonymous. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Lars Rolander. The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 4, translated by Richard Burton. Section 18. Two hundred and ninety-third night to two hundred and ninety-fifth night. When it was the two hundred and ninety-third night, she said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that Mohammed the jeweller continued. So the slave came up to me, and, tearing a strip from his skirt, bandaged with it my eyes, and would have struck off my head. But all her women, great and small, rose and came up to her, and said to her, o oh, our lady this is not the first who hath erred indeed he knew not thy humour and hath done thee no offence deserving death replied she by allah i must needs set my mark on him and she bade them bash me so they beat me on my ribs and the marks ye saw are the scars of that fustigation then she ordered them to cast me out, and they carried me to a distance from the house, and threw me down like a log. After a time I rose and dragged myself little by little to my own place, where I sent for a surgeon and showed him my hurts, and he comforted me and did his best to cure me. As soon as I was recovered I went to the hammam and, as my pains and sickness had left me, I repaired to my shop and took and sold all that was therein with the proceeds i bought me four hundred white slaves such as no king ever got together and caused two hundred of them to ride out with me every day then i made me yonder barge whereon i spent five thousand gold pieces and styled myself caliph and appointed each of my servants to the charge of some one of the caliph's officers and clad him in official habit moreover i made proclamation whoso goeth a pleasuring on the tigris by night i will strike off his head without ruth or delay and on such wise have i done this whole year past during which time i have heard no news of the lady neither happened upon any trace of her then wept he copiously and repeated these couplets by allah while the days endure never shall forget her eye nor draw to any nigh save those who draw her to me nigh like to the fullest moon her form and favour show to me lord to her all creating lord lord to the lord on high she left me full of mourning sleepless sick with pine and pain and seetheth not my heart to yearn her mystery to espy now when harun al-rashid heard the young man's story and knew the passion and transport and love-low that afflicted him he was moved to compassion and wonder and said glory be to allah who hath appointed to every effect a cause then they craved the young man's permission to depart which being granted they took leave of him the caliph purposing to do him justice meet and him with the utmost munificence entreat and they returned to the palace of the caliphate where they changed clothes for others befitting their state and sat down whilst masrur the sworder of high justice stood before them after a while quoth the caliph to jafar 
o wazir bring me the young man and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased saying her permitted say when it was the two hundred and ninety-fourth night she said it hath reached me o auspicious king that quoth the caliph to his minister bring me the young man with whom we were last night i hear and obey answered jafar and going to the youth saluted him saying obey the summons of the commander of the faithful the caliph harun al-rashid so he returned with him to the palace in great anxiety by reason of the summons and going into the king kissed ground before him and offered up a prayer for the endurance of his glory and prosperity for the accomplishment of his desires for the continuance of his beneficence and for the cessation of evil and punishment ordering his speech as best he might and ending by saying peace be on thee o prince of true believers and protector of the folk of the faith then he repeated these two couplets kiss thou his fingers which no fingers are keys of our daily bread those fingers can and praise his actions which no actions are but precious necklaces round necks of men so the caliph smiled in his face and returned his salute looking on him with the eye of favour then he bade him draw near and sit down before him and said to him o muhammad ali i wish thee to tell me what befell thee last night for it was strange and passing strange quoth the youth pardon o commander of the faithful give me the kerchief of immunity that my dread may be appeased and my heart eased replied the caliph i promise thee safety from fear and woes so the young man told him his story from first to last whereby the caliph knew him to be a lover and severed from his beloved and said to him desirest thou that i restore her to thee this were of the bounty of the commander of the faithful answered the youth and repeated these two couplets never cease thy gate be kaaba to mankind long maids threshold dust man's brow beseem that over all countries it may be proclaimed this is the place and thou art ibrahim thereupon the caliph turned to his minister and said to him o jafar bring me thy sister the lady dunya daughter of the wazir yaya bin khalid i hear and i obey answered he and fetched her without let or delay now when she stood before the caliph he said to her dost thou know who this is and she replied o commander of the faithful how should women have knowledge of men so the caliph smiled and said o dunya this is thy beloved mohammed bin ali the jeweller we are acquainted with his case for we have heard the whole story from beginning to end and have apprehended its inward and its outward and it is no more hidden from me for all it was kept in secrecy replied she o commander of the faithful this was written in the book of destiny i crave the forgiveness of almighty allah for the wrong i have wrought and pray thee to pardon me of thy favour at this the caliph laughed and summoning the kazi and witnesses renewed the marriage contract between the lady dunya and her husband 
Muhammad Ali, son of the jeweller, whereby there betided them both her and him the utmost felicity, and to their enviers mortification and misery. Moreover, he made Muhammad Ali one of his boon companions, and they abode in joy and cheer and gladness, till there came to them the destroyer of delights and the sunderer of societies. And men also relate the pleasant tale of Ali the Persian. It is said that the caliph Harun al-Rashid, being restless one night, sent for his wazir, and said to him, O Jafar, I am sore wakeful and heavy-hearted this night, and I desire of thee what may solace my spirit, and cause my breath to broaden with amuse meat. Quoth Jafar, O commander of the faithful, I have a friend by name Ali the Persian, who hath store of tales and pleasant stories, such as lighten the heart and make care depart. Quoth the caliph, Fetch him to me, and quoth Jaafar, hearkening and obedience, and going out from before him, sent to seek Ali the Persian, and when he came, said to him, Answer the summons of the commander of the faithful. To hear is to obey, answered Ali. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased to say her permitted say. When it was the two hundred and ninety-fifth night, she said, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that the Persian replied, To hear is to obey, and at once followed the wazir into the presence of the caliph, who bade him be seated, and said to him, O Ali, my heart is heavy within me this night, and it hath come to my ear that thou hast great store of tales and anecdotes, so I desire of thee that thou let me hear what will relieve my despondency and brighten my melancholy. Said he, O commander of the faithful, shall I tell thee what I have seen with my eyes, or what I have heard with my ears? He replied, and thou have seen aught worth the telling let me hear that replied ali hearkening and obedience know thou o commander of the faithful that some years ago i left this my native city of baghdad on a journey having with me a lad who carried a light leathern bag presently we came to a certain city where as i was buying and selling behold a rascally curd fell on me and seized my wallet perforce saying this is my bag and all which is in it is my property thereupon i cried aloud ho moslems one and all deliver me from the hand of the vilest of oppressors but the folk said come both of you to the kazi and abide ye by his judgment with joint consent so i agreed to submit myself to such decision and we both presented ourselves before the kazi who said what bringeth you hither and what is your case and your quarrel quoth i we are men at difference who appeal to thee and make complaint and submit ourselves to thy judgment asked the kazi which of you is the complainant so the curd came forward and said allah preserve our lord the kazi verily this bag is my bag and all that is in it is my swag it was lost from me and i found it with this man mine enemy the kazi asked 
when didst thou lose it and the curd answered but yesterday and i passed a sleepless night by reason of its loss an it be thy bag quoth the kazi tell me what is in it quoth the curd there were in my bag two silver styles for eye-powder and antimony for the eyes and a kerchief for the hands wherein i had laid two gilt cups and two candlesticks moreover it contained two tents and two platters and two spoons and a cushion and two leather rugs and two ewers and a brass tray and two basins and a cooking-pot and two water-jars and a ladle and a sacking-needle and a she-cat and two bitches and a wooden trencher and two sacks and two saddles and a gown and two fur pelisses and a cow and two calves and a she-goat and two sheep and an eve and two lambs and two green pavilions and a camel and two she-camels and a lioness and two lions and a she-bear and two jackals and a mattress and two sofas and an upper chamber and two saloons and a portico and two sitting-rooms and a kitchen with two doors and a company of curds who will bear witness that the bag is my bag then said the kazi to me and thou sirrah what sayest thou so i came forward o commander of the faithful and indeed the curd speech had bewildered me and said allah advance our lord the kazi verily there was not in this my wallet save a little ruined tenement and another without a door and a dog-house and a boy's school and youth playing dice and tents and tent-ropes and the cities of bassorah and baghdad and the palace of shadda bin ad and an ironsmith's forge and a fishing-net and cudgels and pickets and girls and boys and a thousand pimps who will testify that the bag is my bag now when the curd heard my words he wept and wailed and said o oh, my lord the kazi this my bag is known and what is in it it is a matter of renown for in this bag there be castles and citadels and cranes and beasts of prey and men playing chess and draughts furthermore in this my bag is a broad mare and two colts and a stallion and two blood-steeds and two long lances and it containeth eke a lion and two hares and a city and two villages and a whore and two sharking panders and a hermaphrodite and two gallows birds and a blind man and two whites with good sight and a limping cripple and two lameters and a christian ecclesiastic and two deacons and a patriarch and two monks and a kazi and two assessors who will be evidence that the bag is my bag quoth the kazi to me and what sayst thou o ali so o commander of the faithful being filled with rage i came forward and said allah keep our lord the kazi and shahrazad perceived the dawn of day and ceased saying her permitted say end of section eighteen read by lars rolander